0: Hi guys, welcome to the Listen While I Ramble podcast. Um, It's Star Wars this week. So I'm going to do two episodes this week, one today and one tomorrow, about one of my favourite film franchises and game franchises, Star Wars. Please sit back and enjoy. So, let's begin with the films, um, I love the films. The original films, uh, I you know I was brought up with. Um, I watched them when I was young. Still love them to this day. The writing was amazing. The characters were amazing. Um, to me, those films are more than films. They're iconic films. I go to them when I feel sad and down their comfort for me, um, along with the characters. Uh, For me, Luke has always been my favourite character in the films. Um, I'm a huge fan of Mark Hamill. Um, I absolutely love him as a character. I love that he never gives up. I will go on to the sequels and why I don't like them, but for now, let's just talk about the originals and the prequels. What Star Wars does so well, it's... It's basically a Shakespearean drama in space. It's about family and belonging. Um, it has so many messages in it uh, about political stuff, um, family. The ties to Star Wars are absolutely amazing. It, George Lucas, it, my, my absolute masterpiece in this, in, in this uh, franchise you know, there's not much you can really say wrong against it. Um, yes, some of the films aren't as good as the others. And I, I think everyone knows, like, uh, Empire Strikes Back is one of the greatest movies of all time. Um, because there's such character development, such brilliant actors. These things you, like, at the time, like, you don't, you never saw anything like it. Um, you know like lightsabers at the time it was made the lightsaber effects and graphic were it's just like insane um like coming from me i i i do like having uh like oh, like bespoke lightsabers made as like, like ornaments and you know i love stuff like that the lightsabers itself are, are brilliant um so let yeah, <laughs> right. Let's. Get, I'm, I'm. I'm getting really like sidetracked. So what I'm going to do? I'm going to try and get back on topic. Now, um. So right, we'll talk. We'll break it down into three. So we're going to talk about the originals first. What I like about each movie and the characters who I feel did you know were brilliant. And you know, moving on into prequels and blah blah blah, and then the sequels, and then the TV show and like the Clone Wars and what's coming up and Mandalorian and. Stuff like that and additional films. So, the originals New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. My favourite has always been uh, Return of the Jedi. And then Empire Strikes Back, then New Hope. Um, I've always liked um, Return of the Jedi because of the, not gonna lie, the green lightsaber has always stuck out with, with me. Um, I absolutely adore the green lightsaber. And if you watch the deleted scenes, you can actually watch Luke make make his lightsaber. Um, It's, you know, so cool. It's like, you don't... Nothing's really like that. Like, in other films, you don't really see other stuff like it. So, for me, that stuck out. Obviously, Luke's character development over all the three films are, you know... You can see from the first film, The New Hope, what I'm going to talk about now. So Luke goes from in The New Hope, like a sel- not like selfish, but like a like a child. Not much, you know, responsibility, but not overly, not like galactic responsibility. And you slowly see him develop, and he clearly wants to get off Tatooine. He feels like he's meant to do something bigger, and he's, like, stuck in a way. So then he meets uh, Ben Kenobi, who is, in fact, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and... Um, you know, who tells a big grand story about his father, um, Anakin, and he was killed by Darth Vader. Even though, obviously, as we all know in Empire Strikes Back, the famous line, I am your father. Um, even though it's like a bit of a mind fuck, because everyone thinks he says, Luke, I am your father. He actually just says, I am your father. Because um, I, even I remember it's like, Luke, I am your father, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but he just says I am your father what was a you know one of the biggest twists in history in mo- like movie history like no one expected it and what a brilliant twist that was um, and brilliant character dynamic because Luke Luke now and as you as you now in the end once he figures it out Luke sees because in the previous film Luke kind of sees the good in everyone um, so let's go and into New Hope, he sees for good in like like droids, for example, Jawas, like sand people. Even though he's they're they're like bad, you can you can kind of see he's not like filled with disdain towards these people, like uh, like these cultures of people. Even though they're like sand people at the time, are you know, um, were like just you know killing people and had their own little way of life. And he didn't have disdain towards them. When he meets Han and Chewie. doesn't hate them, even though they're clearly, you know, hands and I don't. I'm not. I've never been a fan of Han Solo. But he meets them, Chewy. I love Chewbacca. Absolutely adore Chewbacca. Great character. Meets um, them, and again, they're arrogant. Most people would take a disliking to them, because most people don't actually like Han Solo, <laughs> in the. Uh, in the films you know obviously Leia, Leia, Lando and Leia but um so they meet them it goes all well you know they do as we all know it goes on they do they complete the mission and Ben Kenobi dies and then Luke goes goes to Hoth in Empire Strikes back uh get, Han saves his life um and then Luke has to develop his character again by actually becoming or slowly becoming his training into becoming ...a Jedi... ...so he does that, great, he goes, goes... ...then he goes into the... uh ...the Dagobah cave... ...that is a dark side... ...energy... ...um... ...it's like... ...it, it resonates dark side power... ...um... ...and his biggest fear was... ...if you, because obviously he... ...does Darth Vader... And you see he sees his face... ...in my head that means two things... One, he's scared of becoming Darth Vader. Because and, and like, Luke's always had like a bit of darkness in him, and that's quite clear with, when you watch the movies, especially in Return of the Jedi. But um, in the Dagobah Cave, it shows, it's foreshadowing that Luke is somewhat related to Darth Vader. Like, he's related to him, or he has like a connection to him. And he's scared of becoming him. or well, Obviously, fear leads to the dark side. Um, and that, and that's in my opinion, that's what that shows. Brilliant way of showing it without giving anything away, really. Because you know, Jedi's first instinct is not to like kill. Luke goes for the kill pretty much instantly, and he kills Darth Vader in the Dagobah cave. Um, and he doesn't, you know, doesn't become him. So then he goes to fight, you know, gets his hand tro- gets his hand chopped off, um, and gets a robotic hand. Well, I actually love The Robotic Hand. Um, I think it looks awesome. Um, and that's what the only thing I can probably say about the sequels I actually relatively like. To be honest, The Robotic Hand. I love it. Um, and there's a small detail in Return of the Jedi, what does appear in the sequels, what I'm going to go into. But yeah, so, so we go into Return of the Jedi, my favourite film. Um, obviously, hands in carbonite. Le- uh, Leia's been kind of captured. By Jabba the Hutt. Um, Luke goes in. He uses force choke. What? Well, what? Not a lot of people see. But I. So in my opinion, you have to. When you watch Return of the Jedi, this is when I'm going to go a little bit too much into detail and become a bit of a nerd. Uh, when you watch Watch, sorry, Return of the Jedi, you have to watch for the clothes Luke's wearing. He so for clothes. He's for clothes. He's wearing black clothes. Um, that shows he's got a bit of inner darkness in him. Because um, in Star Wars, everything has a meaning. Um, I'm going to go into lightsaber colours next episode, because they, for each colour means a different thing. But for now, I'm just going to talk about the films. <laughs> I'm going so way off topic because I'm so passionate about it. But let's go back onto Return of Jedi. So symbolism in Star Wars is massive. So Luke's clothes is black. So that shows his inner darkness, in my opinion. He has a he has a new lightsaber that's green. Um, that's the Jedi Consular class. So that basically means he uses he's more powerful in the Force than lightsaber skill. He uses the Force more uh, than the other classes, for example. So so that, and that's obviously his own lightsaber that he's crafted on his own because previously it was Anakin's lightsaber he was using um, the blue one. So, yeah, he made his own and it was green. So, that's so black and green. He uses Force Choke on I can't remember what they're called now. And one of the, the ugly green things. I actually can't remember what they're called. People, he uses for that's a inherently dark side power. So, that shows one. Because, um, in my opinion, for George, because if you look at George Lucas' interviews, he actually wanted uh, Mark Hamill and Luke to turn evil at the end of Return of the Jedi and put as the last scene where Darth Vader actually dies and takes his helmet off to see Luke he puts the helmet on Uh, Luke puts Darth Vader's helmet on and then he rules the galaxy well I'm glad they didn't do it would have been cool to do if they did like an alternate universe film but obviously I much prefer the good guy ending and it's all happy but yeah to continue he chokes this guy out he he finds him he does all of this and then the really cool thing he gets shot in his metal hand in the fight scene after you know R2's thrown his lightsaber up in the air and he's caught it and he's you know killing people left right and center looking awesome he gets shot in the hand in his metal hand and if you look in the last Jedi trailer Luke reaches out to touch R2D2 his metal hand his kind of Jedi cloak is in the way but you can actually see the bullet the like the bullet wound that is absolutely awesome um And that's probably the only thing I can say I like about the sequels... ...because I hate the sequels. Um, The Vengeance. Um, But yeah. Honestly, I I think the sequels... ...sequels had the chance to do really well. But moving on to the prequels now. So this is about Darth Vader's story... ...and how Anakin became Darth Vader. Um, I've left a bit out in The Return of the Jedi... ...because I want to make a direct comparison... To Anakin and Luke in this film. So, uh, the Phantom of the Menace. Nobody likes. I really like Phantom Menace. I love they introduce Darth Maul. Um, what well, they go way into more detail in the, the animated Clone Wars TV show. What I'm really glad about, because Darth Maul's such an underrated character. And if you read the Darth Plagueis book, um, it shows how Darth Maul was trained by Sidious and how Sidious's master, Plagueis, didn't actually want Darth Maul uh, to be trained as a full Sith. He wanted because of a rule of two. Well, I'm going to go into detail tomorrow. Um, but yeah, Darth Maul, brilliant character. Looks truly evil. Um, you know, uh, he looks like a demon. Um, really aggressive fighting style. And obviously Anakin's a kid in this. And he meets Padme is instantly you know attracted to him what I've always found it a bit weird that uh, you know Anakin was so young and Padme was kind of a like a like a what like an early age teenager I think And <laughs> Anakin was barely in his he was like he was easily I think he was about 10 or 8 to, eight to 10 um so a bit, a bit a little bit weird from Padme I have to say I've always found that weird when I watched The Phantom Menace um Qui-Gon Jinn, one of the most famous characters, um, one of my favourite characters, he's the father Anakin clearly needed, um, and that would have made a massive difference in my opinion. Because I'm going to go into a bit more detail once I f- finish, because I want to do a direct comparison of Anakin and Luke, and why Anakin fell, and what could have made a difference for Anakin. Um... And uh, in my opinion, Qui-Gon was that difference. So moving on into the Attack of the Clones, you meet Count Dooku. Um and Count Dooku's an interesting character. Um and now you're slowly you know, because he has just, he's not actually a full Sith, in my opinion. He's like a broken hero. He sees how the Jedi are going wrong. Um But right, let's go we're talking about Anakin. <laughs> Sorry, I love Star Wars so much I go massively off topic um, Don't worry Tomorrow I'm going to have massive guidelines Because tomorrow is The episode I'm really looking forward to And uh, it's going to be a real treat to make Okay So You're slowly starting to see Anakin um, See failings in the Jedi And the Jedi failed him Because obviously his mother dies And then he slaughters all of the sand people um, and in my opinion, that's the Jedi's fault. The Jedi could have easily secured his mother um, years and years ago, years and years uh, before Anakin even had the opportunity to kill all of those sand people and, you know, avenge his mother. Um, that's the Jedi's failing, in my opinion. They start. The, Jedi- the Jedi's failings are one of the biggest. Uh, um, reasons why Anakin turned to the dark side in the films, you know, because if you think about it, if they if they got his mother out of harm's way, that's one reason. If Anakin in Revenge of the Sith uh, obviously had dreams that were planted by Sidious, but there's so many reasons, like like the Jedi Master thing. So he's on the Jedi Council, but why couldn't they make him a master? The first person in basically Jedi history to be on the Jedi Council, but not be a master. You know that—that's failing him in every way. Um, It it makes no sense. Why single him out? Because he's more powerful. It it, it makes not a lick of sense. Yeah, you see him. He has the same injury as Luke. He gets his arm chopped off. Um, You know, you know, move on. He's all got his arm chopped off. Then you go on to the last Revenge of the Sith. What I think is an absolute masterpiece. Um, obviously, he kills Count Dooku... Because Sidious tells him to do it... And he does it. Because Sid, as, as you as you watch all of these three films... Sidious is slowly grooming Anakin... Making him his friend. And in the Clone Wars TV show... They go into way more detail. And you can actually see it more... And obviously because there's additional characters... Like Ahsoka... who's not in the films... What's so annoying, because Ahsoka's such a big reason why he left the Jedi to become a Sith. Um, Yeah, so they do that. He does that. He kills Count Dooku. um, And you can slowly see him do this. He slowly turns to the dark. He slowly turns to Sidious more and more. Out of fear he's going to lose Padme. And once Sidious announces himself he does the right thing... He tells Mace Windu about Sidious. Mace Windu eventually pretty much defeats Sidious at this point, um, and he's going to kill him. Um, what's probably what well, is the right thing to do? Sidious is one of the most evil uh, Dark Lords of the Sith there ever been, and obviously Anakin goes in, saves Sidious. Um, well, it doesn't. He's kind. Yeah, he does save Sidious, and then he's full of like. Uh, Guilt for doing this to Mace Windu. And then he hasn't really got nowhere left to turn. So he turns to Sidious. Because he thinks he's going to save his wife. And then, obviously, as you know, Sidious uh, does Order 66. Kills all the Jedi. Pretty much, apart from a few. Like Yoda and Obi-Wan and a few more. Um, I'm not going to go into massive detail, but all the Jedi that survived. Because I'll be here all day. Um, But yeah, so they killed the majority... Anakin goes into the Jedi Temple, kills the younglings. What well, you know, it's pretty. It's pretty dark. It's pretty dark. He he kills all the young, all the young kids. Um. Well, I never thought I would see in Star Wars growing up in The New Hope because it's very different films, very different films. Uh, like The New Hope is The New Hope. Like the original trilogy is way lighter tone in my opinion with dark tones but way lighter tones then you go to the prequels and then obviously because it's Anakin falling into darkness and not rising into light like Luke Um, but that the scene where Anakin is kind of on his knees we have a comparison to Luke there and I want to touch on that Luke has the exact chance to be what Anakin was when he becomes Darth Vader and he says no. He throws his lightsaber away. He goes, I'm not giving in to rage and doing what my father did. Well, Anakin did. He gave in. He gave into the darkness inside him and, you know, becomes a Sith. Well, Luke goes, I, I've seen the mistakes of my father and I'm not going to become my father. So he chucks his lightsaber away. And effectively, by doing that, he actually ends up saving his father because it brings kind of. Shows Darth Vader's inner conflict, you know, right to a pinnacle. It's like, I can't watch my son get killed. So he picks him up, and effectively saves him by kind of killing himself in a way. Because, you know, Sidious made Darth Vader pretty much... He's very... (laughs) He's basically fucking shit when it comes to Force Lightning. His suit can't take it. So... Effectively killing himself, but saving his son it was a brilliant uh, story. Because the whole um, six films up to this point has been about Darth Vader and how he fell into darkness and Luke saved him. That is what the f- films are about. It's about family and coming together. In my personal opinion, I think the originals were, were always meant to be about Darth Vader and Luke saving him. And obviously the prequels were about how Anakin became Darth Vader. And, you know, brilliant way to end it. Luke saves him. And I loved in the DVD where they give... You can see Hayden Christensen is a force ghost with Obi-Wan and Yoda. What a brilliant way to end the trilogy. And kind of the culmination of those six films. Um, And then we're moving on to the sequels. I have to say, people who... I want to make this... People who like the sequels, fair play. I no hate against you. I personally don't like the sequels. The first one was pretty decent. Uh, the Force Awakens, it could have been better, um, but it was decent, you know? The Last Jedi, I so heartedly disagree with. Um, I think it's a... Uh, like, Star Wars characters are noxious ordinary characters these are like iconic characters these are characters that can bring like for I you see it all the time online children or children or adults whoever who are like suffering who are really ill they turn to these characters as like distraction their friends, um even myself I look to these characters for personal enjoyment, they cheer me up. They're more than just characters. So what the last Jedi I did to Luke i't I can't, I can't agree with um, how in my opinion, Luke goes from the most because Luke's always been the most optimistic character there has been. In pretty much not all of film, but he's one of the most optimistic characters in all of film. And then he tries to kill his nephew and becomes a recluse. That's not what he would do. And he would definitely wouldn't leave his friends to die. Like, fair enough, if he became a recluse, once Han died, he would be straight out there. You know? He he wouldn't. He would nowhere near become a recluse and hide his way on an island. I disagree completely with their vision, and because they had no f- like Kathleen Kennedy ruined the sequel trilogy and was very close to ruining Star Wars, and everyone said, "Don't blame her, brain, you have to blame her because she didn't give the what in their right minds. At the start, we're going to have a trilogy, but we're going to have a different director direct each one. Obviously, um, the last film in The Rise of Skywalker was directed by J. Claire Abrams, but the only reason they brought him back was because Ryan Johnson fucked up The Last Jedi. It was so divisive. You either loved The Last Jedi or hated it. I hated it. Like, I, I hated what they did with Finn's character. Finn had an opportunity to become a really interesting character in these sequels, and they completely f- fucked him over. All he did was shout Ray in the film. Ray, Ray. That's all he did. Even in the Rise of Skywalker, that's all he did. He was so underused. And same with fucking Oscar Isaac's character Poe. All of the mainline trilogy characters like. So, Daisy Ridley's character, John Biega's character, and Oscar Isaac's character were supposed to be, like, the new, big, you know, like, Leia, Luke, and Han. They fucking undeed, they- So, Oscar Isaac's character wasn't even in the first film, basically. John Biega's character, what a cool concept of a character. He was a stormtrooper. He gets, um... You know, he-, he leaves. I, personally, I think he was always meant to be force-sensitive, and that was always the plan, so he would be like a backup Jedi to Ray. and then obviously that didn't happen, but it makes no sense, it didn't make sense, it, ma- it just doesn't make sense. They set it up in a way, every character got fucked, um, pretty much. You see, I loved the, the only thing I liked was, like I said before, when Luke got shot in Return of the Jedi, you, in The Last Jedi you can actually see his hand. I, you can see what they was going with for, what I've opinioned what they was going for. Again, Star Wars is symbolism. Jedi should... Should the Jedi die? In my opinion, the Jedi are very much like a cult. And that's how the Siths see it. They're a cult. They take kids away from their parents and they're told not to feel anything. That's stupid and delusional. And I think Luke sees that. Because he... He's never been a true Jedi. he He always gives into rage. he gives in to emotion. he lets his doesn't let his emotions control him, but he uses his emotions to strengthen his power and his cause. But in the last Jedi, he becomes a recluse. It makes no sense. it, it makes no sense and many as then moving on to rise of Sky, he has, he has a massive u-turn. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I was just wrong." It's it makes no it it honestly makes no sense to me how they could do that. Um, and hope I hope to God because obviously the Mandalorian brought him back. Um, like younger version. It sorry in the Mandalorian and oh, it's up for a BAFTA. Please vote for it because it was all the I'm not gonna lie, the other. Like contestants for like the best moment, has nowhere near the impact as the Mandalorian did. Like it, I was so excited. They made Luke look so powerful and overpowered, like like he is in the Star Wars Legends novels. Um, what I'm going to go into more detail tomorrow about Star Wars Legends and ca- what they consider canon. Um, yeah, but it's up for a BAFTA. Please vote for it. If you're a fan of Star Wars, vote for vote for that moment for the BAFTA. Um, he should win by a mile. That should win by an absolute mile. Um, yeah, and the, la- the last thing I want to touch on, Star Wars is more than just films. They're, it's an iconic franchise. And that's why the sequels, for me, got ruined. They there's so much Star Wars knowledge they could have put in, and they ruined the original characters. Like Han Solo had was he was nowhere near the hero of the Star Wars films. Luke was the hero, and he got the the best death. Well, obviously Leia got the best death, um, but obviously, unfortunately, Carrie Fisher did pass away before, you know, so you can't really complain. She deserved that. Han got a... Like a brilliant movie... Luke just disappeared... I know they was doing it... To like kind of do... The Ben Kenobi thing... Ben Kenobi stuff... But it does It just didn't make sense for his character... And it ruined... And the sequel ruined... Darth Vader's like whole... Sacrifice by bringing Palpatine back... In The Rise of Skywalker... It just shows... He was never the plan. In my opinion, Snoke was always the plan for J.J. Abrams. If J.J. Abrams was the director for all three films, I think we would have got massively different films. Because Ryan Johnson fucked it for J.J. Abrams. Because then Ryan Johnson left so many questions. Um, it just didn't make sense. Um, yeah. It ruined Darth Vader's story, in my opinion. It completely ruined Darth Vader's story. By bringing Palpatine back, it ruined his sacrifice for his son. Um, but yeah, Star Wars is more than films. They are, like I've said 700 times, they are a iconic movie franchise. Uh, TV show toys. It means more to people than most people know. Um, and that's what I love Star Wars. Always will. I love everything to do with Star Wars, um, and t- the, Luke isn't my favourite character in all of Star Wars. Surprisingly, um, what well, I'm going to go into massive detail tomorrow because this is tomorrow is where I feel like as um, I have the most knowledge, um, and I'll be going into massive guideline. I'll, I'll have like a massive guideline so I can stay on topic tomorrow because I know it'll be. It's, you know, it's too big of a episode and I'm too passionate about what I want to talk about tomorrow to kind of go off the cuff like I am today. Um, so tomorrow we are talking about uh, like legends, uh, my favourite characters, games, like favourite games like KOTOR, my favourite Star Wars novels um, and specific characters who I hope to God they make live action. So I want to thank you for listening. Thank you very much, and I hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you tomorrow. Take care.